0: What's up, everybody? Logan Alex, CPA, here, talking about stimulus. It's been a while, right? I mean, I'm talking about other things on the channel as well recently, including taxes. Um, if you didn't see the video I posted this morning, on offering compromise and how to get right with the IRS and deal with your tax debt, be sure to check that video out, link at the top of the screen as well as in the description below, but right now uh, I want to bring your attention to something that the White House press secretary Jen Psaki said about the possibility of a forced stimulus payment, Um, and I just want to discuss the possibility of a forced stimulus payment in general right? Um, So several of you shot me links to articles that have started to pop up over the last few weeks, the past month or so, concerning a uh, potential for stimulus payment, I saw it on Newsweek, uh, CNBC, CBS, Forbes, Yahoo, etc. Obviously some of this is clickbait. these platforms know that people are obviously interested in getting more money, so if they pump out content speculating about a potential future check, then they know that's going to be an easy way to drive traffic and earn ad revenue, right? So thought I would make a video about this, just my perspective, see what people are saying about uh, another round of payments, and let everyone watching know my thoughts on uh, the odds of this happening um, or whether publications are just putting this out there to get more clicks. But let's start um, with the interesting interaction this week between White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki and a reporter named Jonathan. Here it is. And one last question. There's a bunch of lawmakers, including one I cover, who would love to still see another round of Stimulus checks, or direct payments, even every month till the pandemic ends. Is that something that, it hasn't been in either of the President's new proposals, but that's something that could be on the table? Well, I mean, first, I would say that in the president's new proposal, he does call for uh, an extension of the historic, uh, an historic expansion, I should say, extension of the child tax credit. And if uh, passed, the families of tens of millions of children will continue to get regular payments that total up to three thousand dollars per year for kids age six and over, and thirty-six hundred for kids under six. Uh, Obviously, we're continuing to evaluate what their needs are uh, to continue to get the pandemic under control, put people back to work, but we think that's also a proposal that will have a long-term benefit. Do you think that there could be another round of direct payments in one of these bills? We'll see what members of Congress propose, um, but those are not free. Uh, Go ahead in the back. So in response to the reporter's question about recurring stimulus checks, uh, Saki goes directly to the monthly payments to parents that we've talked about here on the channel. Okay. That's cool, but but she knows what the reporter's asking, right? He's talking about general stimulus checks for the general population, right? Whether you have children or not. What about uh, you know retirees who are well past the child-rearing stage of their life? What about people who never had children or don't who don't have children yet? Um, what about these folks? The reporter questions her again, not satisfied with her answer, and she basically just passes the buck to Congress, and with a little grin says, "Those are not free." Now is Jen Psaki wrong? No, she's not wrong. Obviously, these have to be paid for, but just the way she kind of said it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, it was almost dismissive of the idea of the idea in a sense. But what do you think? Am I reading too much shade into her attitude there? Let me know what you think in the comments. Now, let's just talk in general at the prospect of a forced stimulus payment. And I want to qualify this by saying that I'm assuming that from this point on, early May things will continue to improve for the rest of the year, in terms of the COVID situation, uh, in terms of employment, in terms of people getting back on their feet. Today's Thursday, right? Department of Labor released the jobless claims today. Initial claims for unemployment fell last week to below 500,000 for the first time since widespread lockdowns happened over a year ago. Obviously, if things uh, with covid or the economy or otherwise somehow take a significant uh, turn for uh, t- turn for the worse, that'll change the analysis. Uh, but let's give some background here on the stimulus payments and go back over a year ago to the earlier days of the pandemic. As I'm sure many of you remember, the first round of stimulus payments um, came out of the CARES Act in March of 2020 under the Trump administration, those covered $1,200 for non-dependents plus $500 for dependents under the age of 17, and at that point, After that passed, there was no indication that the payments would continue with anything beyond that. In fact, many people thought COVID would be wrapped up, right? By summer or something like that. So, before I get into the question of a forced stimulus, um, I want to talk about what became the second and third rounds of checks, right? When we first heard that those were coming out, um, and what the process looked like from the second stimulus plan at the end of last year, all the way to the passage of the American Rescue Plan last month. Okay, so as you know, Congress passed the second stimulus package in December 2020, um, about a month before Biden's inauguration. That came with a 900 billion dollar price tag. It provided a 600 dollar check for non dependents as well as 600 dollars for dependents under the age of 17. Now, Trump came in at the last minute, right, to call for 2,000 dollar payments instead of the 600 that was included in that package, Um, unfortunately he didn't make that demand until the bill had already passed Congress, so by that time it was basically a moot point obviously Congress wasn't going to redo uh, the entire negotiation that captured our attention throughout December, they weren't going to redo all that at the last minute, Um, of course Democrats were still willing uh, to give out $2,000 and they made that a major issue in fact during the special Senate elections in Georgia with both Democratic candidates as well as then-President-elect Joe Biden promising to supplement the initial $600 payments and bring them up to $2,000. So on January 4th, shortly before those before the special elections, Biden said by electing John, referring to John Ossoff and the Reverend, uh, referring to Raphael Warnock, you can make an immediate difference in your own lives because their election will put an end to the block in Washington of that $2,000 check. That money will go out the door immediately. Now, there was some ambiguity about that $2,000 figure. Right? Some people uh, were seeking a third round of $2,000 checks, for example, Representative Alexandria Ocasio Cortez said $2,000 means $2,000. $2,000 does not mean $1,400. Biden was hit from the left for this, right? If you've been following my content, um, that you know that I like to call it like it is and see both sides. Personally, I thought it was clear, okay? When Biden referred to $2,000, I thought it was clear that he was referring to uh, a $2,000 total. Right, Republicans mostly just wanted the $600. Democrats mostly wanted $2,000, but nobody was really advocating at the time for $600 plus $2,000. Okay, it was always kind of one or the other. So, you know, we can talk about the pros and cons of $2,000 versus $2,600, right? If that's what progressives want, but I thought it was a little disingenuous um, for AOC and others on the left to imply that Biden had somehow um, gone back on a campaign promise. By not going for a full two thousand dollar check in addition to the six hundred dollar check, when it was always pretty clear to me anyway that the idea was to supplement the initial six hundred dollars uh, with fourteen hundred dollars for a total of two thousand dollars. Anyway, the point is uh, that in the winter, right, leading up to the special elections in Georgia, the conversation was always about six hundred dollar checks versus two thousand dollar checks. There wasn't much mainstream support for the idea of any further uh, rounds beyond that. Of course, that's not to say that nobody was talking about it. Right, uh, we have progressives, right, like Ilhan Omar. Um, Writing a letter to the Biden administration shortly after inauguration asking them to consider uh, recurring checks, right? That's been something that progressives have been talking about for a while now. Uh, But there's no indication this is something with really any real political viability, okay? Biden never really promised or shot for anything more than completing the $600 checks with the $1400 supplement, Um, so once he did that I didn't really see any reason to believe there'd be any further discussion of additional stimulus checks assuming that COVID becomes less and less of an issue throughout 2021. Alright, right, that brings me to the recent stories, as I said these have been widely reported, let me just read some of these headlines from USA Today. Will there be a fourth stimulus check? Americans are looking for clues. Newsweek fourth stimulus check billionaires' pandemic profits could easily fund two more payments Forbes a fourth stimulus check could look like this so reading these headlines, especially a couple of them, you might come away thinking that it is a likely possibility in the near future that a fourth stimulus check will happen. Unfortunately, the problem is um what a lot of these outlets and others are kind of always pointing back to is this March letter from ten of the most progressive members of the Senate that urged the Biden administration to include recurring direct payments and automatic unemployment insurance extensions tied to economic conditions in the Build Back Better Long-Term Economic Plan. So there are some familiar names on this letter, Senator Bernie Sanders, Ron Wyden, uh, Elizabeth Warren, Cory Booker, Ed Markey, etc., and it did end up getting support um, from twenty-one senators rather than the original ten, but again, there aren't even half of the Democratic senators here, right? and ultimately there's no indication that support for recurring payments or even a single forced stimulus check would spread beyond that progressive wing of the Democratic caucus. On the other hand, some of these headlines have been a little bit more forthcoming about the situation here, Uh, for example Newsweek reported on the total number of congresspeople who have put their names behind further stimulus checks, they said over seventy, the most current number I think is about seventy-four, that includes the twenty-one names from the Senate letter as well as Ilhan Omar and uh, the 52 other representatives who signed on to her letter, but again, these letters are actually calling for recurring payments rather than simply another round of one-time checks. So you know, it's a little confusing uh, to call these, you know, a, a forced stimulus check in a in a sense. Um, let alone to imply that there is a significant chance of that happening in the near term. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi talked about this last year around the time that the first stimulus payments were going out, Um, she did voice some support for recurring payments, but she did not sign on to Ilhan Omar's letter and we also haven't heard anything from Chuck Schumer or Joe Biden on this, right? and those three folks would obviously play really important roles in legitimizing the push for more payments. Again, there is support for recurring checks among progressives, Um, headlines like I showed you they are not exactly lying, uh, but I think it might be a little misleading to write these headlines uh, that might imply that it could happen and frame this as something that has a real chance of getting through Congress anytime soon. Um, and I think this is even more unlikely uh, when they would have to get uh, support from someone like Joe Manchin, who was already skeptical of the $2,000 checks and only ended up voting for them after negotiating to lower the income cap. So even if those 21 senators and 53 representatives managed to convince the rest of the caucus, Keep in mind they're almost 200 votes short. They're still going to have to get past uh, the moderate wing of the party, like Joe Manchin. Personally, uh, I don't see that happening unless there's you know something crazy goes on with COVID or something else that causes another recession or or massive bump in unemployment. So I would take these stories with a grain of salt. Um, don't necessarily just take headlines at face value. make sure to check what the source is for these claims about a forced stimulus check or any further direct payments. Um, remember that websites just like you know folks here on YouTube, uh, there's sometimes an incentive to write these sensational headlines to bring in more traffic and more views. Now 74 Congress people might sound like a lot. But ultimately, it's not even 20% of the membership of both houses. Of course, I'll, I will update you uh, if anything changes. Maybe Schumer, Pelosi, or Biden come around here. Um, but with the economy coming back to life, unemployment falling back down, etc. I don't think there's going to be a big push here, right? Unless the economy falls off for some reason. Um, so I'm not going to be creating, you know, content videos about forced stimulus news. Um, just not my style. Alright folks, thank you so much for watching, I really do appreciate your support as always, uh, happy Thursday, check out that offer in compromise video right over here if you haven't seen it yet, uh, also check out another great video right down here, and I'll see you in the next one, bye-bye.